You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Talking League Sunday with the Kiwis. It's been a few weeks since we've been back on, so uh, we're brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach, and win. Download the app and play now. So how are we, boys? Kyle, how are you, mate? It's been a few weeks. Yeah, bro, it's good to be back, man. I just needed to recharge the batteries and uh, just take a, a couple of weeks off, man. But um, I'm good. I know I'm happy to be back and, and ready to rip in for some fantasy chat and answer some questions for the viewers. Beautiful. And Richie, how are you, bro? Yep, rough week for me, but uh, it, it's okay. The buys are coming, and that's what I'm looking forward to is uh, when the carnage begins. You'll still be recovering from Magic Round, are you? I must have been. My team definitely was. They were still at Magic Round. I think. We'll talk about our scores before we get into the stud. So, so what did you score this week, Rich? Uh, Eight seventy-two. So, um, I literally had. I had. I was looping. I had one extra player, so I could loop. But then Talakai, my great trade from last week, absolutely shafted me, and so I had to take Tommy Talau's twenty-one. And then I played like Granville and I had all those duds like Manu. And so it sort of, it hurts a bit, but most of the duds that I had this week, everyone has. But um, yeah, it's small term pain for long term gain because mm. I'm set for those buy rounds. I'm not tr- having to trade. I used no trades this week as well. So um, yeah, I lost I lost ranks and I've lost um, ground on most of the boys, but that's okay. It's um, yeah, 20 round 11. Yeah. Cole, how'd you go, mate? Yeah, I had eight ninety three, bro. I just brought in um drinky for um Jackson Ford, but what killed me was I had Lukey down at twenty. Uh didn't play him because uh, I I wanted to take um I had host because I only had eighteen as well. I had host and Sele at um at eighteen and nineteen. Um, I've said host ahead because I thought he'd score better than than Sele, but they both had a forty and a forty six. I thought, oh, that's you know that's pretty safe. And, and then when I turned it on and saw the scores at the end of the Cowboys game and seen Luki on 82, I was a bit, a bit annoyed. So I was I was looking. I had Miller because I had Miller up at um at, at, at number 14 and I was looking at possibly trading him to JMK to take to get Luki's score down at the 20 there. But I kind of just thought, well, I'm not going to waste a trade. You know, I'm just going to suck it up and, 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 and just look at that 84 in emergencies and get over it. So I just left it, and, and that was probably what killed me a bit this week. But obviously, the same as Richie, I kind of had a few of those guys that didn't really perform um, with those low scores, you know, the Miller and, and Manu and um, and, a, and, a, and a couple of others that probably didn't score as well as we wanted. But as it says, as Richie just said, we'll, we'll suck it up and um, and carry on and, and move on into the buy rounds, which I'm, I'm getting pretty well set for as well. Nice. Uh, I, got a, I got 899, so... In hindsight, I'm not that displeased with it, but uh, 
I had I copped heaps of low scores. Eh? I had Nelson Asafa Solomona with a twelve, Hosking for the twenty six. Those ones really hurt where you've got a pod play and they stink yeah. it up. It's not yeah. like everyone else is fucking either, is it? So that hurts. Then I also had Sean Main, who looked quite good early on. He was on oh, like 20, yeah. 25 and he uh, got injured and didn't come back. He was on 25 after 29 minutes. So um, he was looking all right and then he didn't come back. So I, I caught heaps of those, plus the Joey Manu, 27. So not an ideal week. My rank has dropped a little bit. I'm sitting just outside the top 1,000 now, so a little bit annoying, but it is what it is. But we'll get into duds. Ah, studs, sorry. We'll do studs first. Uh, Rich, you've got Hopgood, who got 63 fantasy points. Yeah. Just, again, he's busy. He had a lot of demerits, which I actually sometimes find is a good, uh, good thing because when you can score 63 and have so many demerits, it means that there's still room to go upwards. So I'm looking forward to him being a massive play in the buy rounds and all those people that um, jumped off early are probably going to have to pay overs and jump back on. So um, he's so valuable over those buy rounds. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. <coughs> nice. No, I, I wish I kept top good, eh? but, but I didn't. Mm. Hopefully no one can hear my kids crying in the background. Kyle, you had Helium Luki with the eighty-four. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just dobbed on him, and you know, and I said I left him in the emergencies, but he's, he's worth a mention, mate. You know, like he's only just come back from hamstring injury. You know, sixty last week in that crap weather, and then another sixty minutes this week, um, in better weather, and and, and to pull out an eighty-four. In 60 minutes with the two tries, a couple of line breaks, 21 tackles and no misses, which is a really good sign for him. Uh, two offloads to hand and 192 metres, which, as I just said, coming back from a hamstring injury and, and, and running for that many metres and, and not missing any tackles is really promising for him. You know, and, and we did sort of a few few people did say to, to keep an eye out on him during the week when he gets into that dry weather. We all know how, how well he is and how, how good he can play and what he can produce. And he, and, he, and he showed it this week. You know, he runs, he does run a really solid, solid line. And every time he, he hits a hits a good line, he always seems to break a tackle or just or just run straight through that hole that, you know, it doesn't even appear that there's much there, but he just goes straight through like he did on the weekend, which created the two line breaks and, and his two tries. And he just kind of, it just looked effortless and he just looked really, really good. Obviously his score was inflated by, by all the um, attacking stats. So you just need to remember as well that the only base he really did get was his, um, his meters gained in his, in his tackle. So we just need to be aware that he obviously does accumulate a lot of points based on his on his attacking stats. So we just need to also be aware of that. So um, I did think the Dragons probably did allow him to probably get too many meters and uh, and get a couple of fairly easy meaties. Um, so it would be interesting to see next week when he comes against up against the Tigers, where it's either against Bateman or Papali'i, who are both pretty solid defensively. And then they go into the Eels and the Storm, which... Um, the Eels, yeah, they have been leaking a few points, but they probably, well, and the Storm, but they are better defensively than, than what the Dragons are. So it'll be interesting to see him across the next couple of weeks just to see if he can maintain those good attacking stats and, and what his base stats look like going into those games. Yeah, it's very, it's, it, it's got a couple of, oh, you don't want to say easy, but uh, Tigers and, and Eels you can probably put there at the moment. Um Games coming up, so it'd be interesting to see how he goes against him. But and at he, his price, mm. 
and he played against the Dragons, and those Fegai brothers, I reckon one of them must be adopted because they didn't seem to know what the other one was doing. It was just like headless chooks running into each other and sort of clashing heads, and he'd run through for a try. So, yeah, yeah. Not, he's not going to yep. play those Muppets every week. So. Yeah, that's why I said it. That's Don't why I did too excited. Everyone will mm. trade him in this week, and then he'll stink it up again, I reckon. But he's got, he's got good cash. He's got good cash in though, man. He's going to make some yeah. real mint cash now. You know, yeah. eighty-four be of thirty-three. Like he's going to, that's going to get him moving, and he's going to go north quick as. Yeah, I think. I think we'll just just on Luke. I think we'll see probably an okay average from him, and probably like a mm. forty or something, which is fine. Uh, my dad is the fantasy prodigal son, Caelan uh, Ponga. So. Watch him, uh, watch him suck, suck everyone in this week with a 61 uh, in that night's uh, thrashing of the Titans, which seemed to there seemed to be no defence played at all in that game. <laughs> um, so he got a try, uh, three try assists, one line break, two line break assists, three tackle breaks. He had 12 demerit points, so he um, his score could have been actually a lot better than what it was. He could have been in the 70s. Um, he had a couple of offloads in there and 175 running meters at six. So he, um, from the, I didn't see the whole game, but he did look very, very good considering what we've seen from him the past, uh, however months it's been, two or three months. Um, but I wouldn't be rushing out to buy Kalen Ponga just now, but he was my stud of the week. I want to know how 5.2% of people own him. <laughs> 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 the ones that have already deleted. That's the ones that have already deleted the app, I think, Carl. Yeah, pretty handy. I had them in draft, eh, Shooter? And I think I got the big W on you this week, so that's good. Well, it doesn't help when I had Jaden Sullivan, who I thought, oh, I've, I've, got this, <laughs> I've got this sneaky play here. But, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be uh, jumping into Grab Ponga just yet. But uh, before we get into some questions... Uh, get in on Game Day Squad. So create, coach, compete in fantasy footy for free with Game Day Squad. It's your skill, your squad, your fantasy. So play now. Open free new player packs each week and build your ultimate squad. It's fun. It's free. It's easy. Compete and play now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. Actually, like no one's bought anything off me on Game Day Squad for the whole time I've had it. And then I had <laughs> two people buy cards off me and like two nights in a row that last week, I had like five dollars in my account. It's quite good. Yeah, cheers for the jab last week too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we get into get into some questions, boys. So uh, hens, we got thoughts on Hudson Young. Will he play Origin? Thinking of a straight this week from Hosk, a straight swap this week from Hosking. Uh, Rich, what's your thought? I think he will make Origin money because they're looking for those sort of dynamic forwards that have try scoring ability and he just looks like he's got a bit of mongrel about him i i wouldn't be picking him up this week um yeah just wait a week if he doesn't make origin then it could be a pile on but he's still pretty pricey isn't he? he's over 700 mm. uh and he plays for the raiders so it's never a great combination and it's probably one where you can find another 700k mid that is probably more reliable and isn't coached by Ricky. So, because as right. um, the big red horse owners will know, um, his minutes were down this week. Well, partially because 
the big red got, got uh, fiery and sinbin but also because <laughs> ricky decided to give him an extra 10 minutes off at the end so yeah i'm passing be, on him. to be fair the raiders are flying at the moment they actually look really good but mm. um yeah i don't know hudson young's one i think that's probably one of the safer forwards to get out of their team but like you say it is priced there's probably better value elsewhere and sell, uh, selling Hosking is a bit crazy as well, you know. Like Hosking yeah, got twenty six this week, and it, 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 there's a little concern, but he copped a pretty good uh, whack on the bonds past the HIA. But obviously, Cleary thought, well, we don't need him. Let's just give him a rest. But yeah. if he was to get shortened minutes again, it might be a concern. But otherwise, uh, he's actually quite a valuable player in those mid sort of rounds from about yep. fourteen onwards. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be getting rid of him. No, cool. Uh, I've got another question here from Tyson Coles. Kyle, thoughts on Teddy? Yeah, man. Um, a lot of people jumped on, you know, what, a few weeks ago when he was down under that, you know, or he was low 600s and he's just gone, carried on going south. His performance is just stinking, man. Like, the, the roosters just don't look themselves and it's just totally impacting Teddy's game. You know, he's just not getting not getting that early ball. He's not getting the space that he needs to create the tackle bus, the line breaks, tries. You know, the, the Roosters as a whole are just not are not playing well at all this, at the moment. And if you can, I'd probably be looking to get off this week. I just I just gotten Teddy just just does not look good. You know, the Roosters are chopping and changing players and putting players in different positions, and it's just had a massive impact on the way Teddy plays the game, unfortunately. So I just don't think he's anyone that you want to go near. Wait until after Origin see if the Roosters can pick their game up because he's still going to be pretty cheap, uh, you know, post-Origin. So, you know, there's no harm in dropping him now and looking again after Origin, see if the Roosters can improve their game. But at the moment, man, Teddy's a definite sell and he's definitely not anyone you want to be chasing. Yeah, I agree there, Kyle. He is not looking good. Uh, we've got one here from Kimi Makia. So what's your guys' thoughts on bringing in Harrison Edwards from the Bulldogs? My concern would be his job security, but... Rich, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I suppose we have to give props to Jake, who he actually wanted to bring him in, and someone talked him out. I don't know who it was. It wasn't <laughs> me, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I generally don't know who it was, actually. It wasn't a jab at anyone. But um, yeah, he he's played three games only this year, and he's played around those 60 minutes. And this week, did he jag a try? Definitely yes. scored well. Yeah, those, those first, at the end, yeah. yeah. So his first two games, he was in the 30s, and then in, in this game, he looked real good. So he's going to have a very low break even, and he's going to be super attractive for someone like me because I need a mid in rounds 14 and um, 16. So um, you can't think of any players that are close to coming back from injury in that lineup. Because uh, who's he replacing at the moment? Luke Thompson. He's back yeah. the next few rounds, isn't he? Was he a little bit later? And Ryan Sutton is Yeah, and Sutton. Ryan, yeah. I, I thought Ryan Sutton's actually back. He just didn't get a, a gig. Yeah, so. he got named a New South Wales Cup. Yeah. So yeah, whether so they are easing him back and he'll be back next week. But, um, yeah, he's going to have such a low break even that and mm. his price is going to be around that 340 mark. Uh, he only needs really to play three four more games and you're going to make your 150k which is sort of what we talk about as being the number so um yeah if it fits your team for the buys jump on but there's probably not a lot of profit 
I don't know, it's hard because if you get him this week, then he's got the buy the week after. So, yeah. Mm. Um, but if you don't get him, then you're going to pay an extra 30000 So, yep. Uh, just this comment from Michael I want to point out. He did the uh, Ford to Tohu, and I did the same and was not disappointed. So, um, it's a bit of a risk with his injury troubles, but I am pretty confident in that one. Uh, we have a question from this guy, Tristan Canal. I, I don't know if any of you guys know him, but he wants <laughs> some trade advice. Uh, ben Murdoch, Masilla, 220k to Totola, Ponga, and who's your twin, uh, bro? Valance Tifari. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I'm assuming that's what he, who he's yeah, talking yeah. about. What's or your Corby's thoughts, Yeah. Boyfriend. Is, um, yeah, Corby's boyfriend, which is, of course, uh, Billy, Billy, Billy Smith. Billy the kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I probably look more like Valance than I do Billy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts, Carl? Yeah. Oh, look. Um, Totola's looking pretty good, I think. He's definitely not playing Origin. He might get a few more minutes of Origin, you know, with, uh, with old mate, um, with Arrow likely out. Murray out um so and then you've got Burgess who's obviously got that little bit of a back problem I do like Totola um so I think that he, he's probably the best out of out of all those guys Ponga is a trap still I don't think he's gonna keep putting 70s up or 60s up every week and he's likely gonna play Origin now which may let Walsh carry on playing for the Broncos over Origin as well even maybe for game one um I probably wouldn't bring in Valance. Obviously, his job security is probably not great, but he's got good cash generation. And the same with Billy Smith. His job security looks way better now um, with the possibility that Manu could be out for a couple of weeks. Um, but um, And he's also going to make some good coins. So for me, I would probably go Tavita Totola for me out of those four. Nice. Thanks, Kyle. Corbs has had a say also. Will you be throwing the C on Billy Smith when he comes in? He has looked very good, and we do know the Roosters do love Billy Smith, so I think it's his spot to lose mm. unless they're going to, I don't know. What have they got? They've got Joey Manu playing in six, but he's injured now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not Trent Robinson. only Hutchison, really, that he's not a centre. Yeah. So I think uh, they, they should run with Billy Smith, though. Uh, we'll give Brenton a plug because I think he's looking for a little humble break here to get his name mentioned. He's currently ranked three, third overall, but he's uh, talking about Garrick. Is there any love for Garrick from you, boys? He's starting to look good, man. He had a 55 tonight against um, against, uh, against um, Sharks. Uh, the Sharks, yeah. And yeah. I don't know, is Tommy going to go play Origin or not? The way he is going at the oh, moment, no. I just can't see it, man. Like, no, I can't see it either. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit of a funny one, only because it doesn't look like, well, I don't know if Tommy Travojevic is going to go to origin. So it means Garrick's likely going to stay on the wing or at, or at centre. So, yeah, it's it's a risky one, I think, um, because we just don't know what's going to happen with Tom Travojevic. Yeah. It's always good to have a, a goal-kicking winger, but at his price. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'd want yeah, to see him he at pushing now. He's, he's uh, what, 491 he's four, at the moment. Yeah, 491 with a 53 and a 45B. So he's probably going to go, you know, maybe just north of 500. So, yeah. If Turbo makes Origin, you're definitely are thinking, yep, this yep. Is, he's going to trot. But yes. if he doesn't make Origin, then I'm not taking that risk. Yeah, nah, nah. 
I don't even think Turbo should be playing rugby league full stop at the moment. He <laughs> does doesn't look fit at all. Like there's something going on there. So, mm. yeah. Uh, Luke Adams, Totola and Hopgood or Harrison Lukey next week. Garrick and Walsh looking good for a straight swap. Teddy swap pending. Valence naming. We've probably talked about this a little bit, but thoughts, Rich? Uh, I'm option A, Totola and Hopgood. Uh, just, yeah, I I struggled to pick players that have just come off massive scores. I call it the uh, chasing waterfalls effect where you go, oh, that looks good and shiny, and you go get it, and then their average kicks into play next week. So, And obviously Harris is on a buy next week, so that's a... Mm. a that's a waste of time. So, uh, Hopgood and Totola, you're going to um, have them for longer. And yeah, those, uh, and that Walsh Teddy swap will be good. But uh, Walsh will be named in the Origin team regardless. He, he might get released, but um, yeah, he'll get named. And with Valence, uh, oh, it would be pretty sweet if he didn't get named for me, just because I don't really want to have to pick him up this week. But um, if he got didn't get named this week, all those five percent all that picked him up this week will be sort of sweating bullets a little bit. Nice. Uh, so we'll get into our duds now, boys. So Kyle, you had a Joey Manu this week at with a twenty-seven. Yeah, unfortunately, Joey Manu, who just um against the way he rampaging Panthers side that just carved them up, man. Like um, Joey just didn't look himself. Um, you know, 27, B of 34. We don't know now how long he's going to be out injured. Uh, NRL Physio did report that it may only be a minor, minor injury, uh, and it seems like it could be a quick recovery. So there's hope he might play next week. Uh, if he doesn't play, obviously, he's probably just a hold, I think. I don't think you want to be trading him if he's only out for for, for a week. Um it's just kind of for him, you know. Where where his price is in a twenty-seven, it's probably not where you want, obviously. But I know a lot of the a lot of the top coaches own him, so it's probably not too much skin off off everyone's nose. But just pointing out that his performance probably wasn't great. And again, what we talked about before when I mentioned about Teddy, that the Roosters just looked disjointed, like, uh, you know, um, the coaches just got a lot of players out of position. Um, and it's just it just seems to be affecting all those kind of guys. You know, Manu, Cheese doesn't look that great. Teddy doesn't look that great. All the kind of guns that we remember them to have been playing well and and pretty settled over the last few years and really carving up, just they just don't look themselves this year. And I think that could possibly be a reason that because they've been played out of position. You know, look, Joey's a great ball runner, solid ball runner, um, and, and is dangerous as. But I just don't think at the moment five eight probably is the right place for him. And I think he needs to stick to the centre and 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 go back to fullback when Teddy comes back. But uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? And for me, he's my dud this week, just for that very reason that now he's injured and he just just doesn't sort of look look uh, just doesn't look confident where he is and looks a little bit confused. I would actually like to see Sam Walker at seven and mm. Joe Manu at six, but I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. Uh, sticking with the Roosters theme, Rich, you had Teddy with his. Untidy like 13. Yeah, it's abysmal really, isn't it? And Kyle touched on it before, but uh, yeah, I actually thought he'd lost more money than he has. And I was going to say, well, you're in such a hole now that you've probably got to hold him, but hmm. he's still over the 500k mark. So 
there are decent enough players to get rid of him for. And he'll make origin regardless. I think they'll just say, you're in a rubbish team. Uh, you're still quality. You'll look good for um, New South Wales. But I think, yeah, I don't think it's looking good for New South Wales because they could be picking two or three really out-of-form players and he's going to mm. be one of them. And, you, well, I don't know. I, I, I support Queensland, so I, I hope they don't like get into form and then go back to their club in form but that sometimes can happen as well just change of environment sort of it sort of helps them to lift but yeah if you owned teddy this week he really has burnt you hard mm. he'll be about 550k next week so if he comes back from origin in good form then sweet <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent um i had nas so nas it wasn't overly his fault. He had his, he went into the match with a rib cartilage injury, um, so he probably shouldn't have played anyway. Like the position he's playing, he's going to get a few hits to the ribs. Um, so he went off early with that. Got in a, got a jab at half time. Um, came back on oh, about twenty minutes into the second half. First hit up, Paddy Carrigan did a. Uh, uh, Legit uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, uh, Nelson tried to milk a penalty and went off with a sore leg for another ten minutes, and then <laughs> played twelve minutes all up. So it just wasn't a good week. I've I, two weeks ago, I went Nelson. I tried to pod the pod. I tried to go Nelson over uh, Jack the Bellin. I tried to. Yeah. I try to. Ouch. I don't even know the. I don't know the the word for it. I try to anti pod retarded. Not, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, not going to swear, but you something up. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't been, yeah, uh, <laughs> it wasn't good. So he didn't do much. He did 11 tackles, missed two, and ran for 55 meters in a very un Nelson like performance. Um, I'm, I am hoping that. Uh, he'll be named this week because I'm in a bit of trouble with all the injuries and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. With that rib cartilage injury, do not go down the track of picking up Nelson because it's probably not going to work out for the best for you. Hmm. Uh, we'll get into a couple of more questions and then we'll have a chat about the Warriors. So, old number three rank here, Brenton again. Uh, Teddy Garrick and Hoskins to Hopgood. Uh, Garrett could be a nice, nice pod play that you need at the, at the top there. Um, <laughs> wingers Dumping are always Hosking tripping. Seems, Dumping Hosking seems uh, brave. Uh, hopefully he's got cover. But to me, yeah, you do have to have Hopgood back in though, so that's the problem. He does need him back in. Mm. I just don't know if I want to lose Hosking. Hosking's scored awesome when he's played. Um, minutes and I felt like he was getting rested just so that uh, over the origin period he'd get flogged um, so yeah I'd be very reluctant but I don't know who are we to tell uh, Brenton what to do he seems to be pulling all the right triggers at the moment so. <laughs> well, what, well actually because I didn't see the game on well I kind of did but I was pretty much blind drunk to be honest um what happened with Hosking on Friday night? So he went off with the HIA, passed the HIA, yep. and just didn't come back. Yeah, so he went off with the HIA, but and then um, he passed it, and they said he could come back if 
if Cleary decided he wanted to come back, but I think the score just blew out. Sorensen was carving, and so was Liam Martin, to be honest. They both looked awesome. So there was probably no point in bringing him back in and get some legs and uh, some minutes in the legs for Liam Martin and just gives Hos- uh, gives um, Sorensen a decent run, and, man, he carved. Mm. It'll be interesting come teamless Tuesday, but you assume that he keeps his spot there. Uh, Ash Puepue, is Manu a trade if he's out for a while? Well, the tough thing about ankles is is that they can be week to week and they can stretch out for week to week. So I'm going to assume he's not going to get named this week. So he doesn't get named this week. The week after, he's on a bye. So surely he can come right in three weeks when he plays his next game. And one of the reasons we were going to get him was for the bye period where he's going to play fullback, hopefully. Mm. Although mm. now he might not play fullback and someone like Suali might finally be come good because he'll go to fullback. So I don't believe he is a trade because one of the problems, if you look at your buy planner, is that you need wing fullbacks and centres mm. and he fills yep. both those roles. So um, it'd be a bit luxury to trade him out, I feel. Yep. There's been there's been no word on what the injury is. I have not seen anything myself. Uh, nah. Nah. I had a, had a few things nothing. like r- rolled ankle and things like that. So. Yeah. Uh, Rolled ankle's a lot healthier than syndesmosis. If it was syndesmosis yep. or something like that, then you'd be worried. But when the physio says it's a rolled ankle, then mm. harden up, mate. Yep. He's a Kiwi. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> uh, Cole Taylor, lads, best cashy for AKP, Lukey or Smith? Money-making potential only here in non-playing reserve, I'm guessing. Couchman gone this yep. week. Who is Harrison Edwards from the Dogs? A good shout. So we did talk about that. Or we'll stick to Val, Val Meninga. Uh, that's a good one. If named, also Hosking, what the <laughs> two with him? Uh, so we've talked about this a little bit with uh, Hosking, uh, Harrison Edwards and Hosking. We haven't talked about balance too much. We had a, a we talked about him a little bit at the start, but if he's named. Is he? He's probably going to be a decent cash option, surely. There's not many good cash options. Yeah, well, we don't know what's how long is Aitken out for. Aitken could be named this weekend. Valence could miss out. Uh, if Valence is named, then and 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 Aitken isn't, then you know it gives another week for him to possibly be named the following week. But then also, I think um, uh, Brinko's got that hamstring problem, and he's had a history of hammy, so I, I think he could be out for an extended. But it's just but kind of on- all around. He's on Brinko's center. He's in Brinko's spot at the yep. moment. Well, he was yep. there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm guessing that if if Aitken is named, Valence could hold his 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 right center spot there. So yeah, it, it, I think we're just going to wait to see if he's named this week. If he's named, I think he's a good pickup. But it's um, and if Aitken's named on that other side, he's probably a pretty good shout because it means that you know he's going to uh, have another crack, and I think that he could cement a, a, a decent spot there, just a you know bulldozing center that they probably need. Yep. Any thoughts on that, Rich? What are, you're, you're making funny faces. Oh, I was just, uh, yeah, I always make funny faces. No, I was looking at other questions, actually, but no, I tend to agree. that yeah, His defence is pathetic, can I just say. Like, we're watching him live, and it's like old concrete shoes, and anyone with fast feet is going to own him. So uh, who, do, who do they play next week? Old uh, the Dolphs? Uh, let me just quickly have a look. They have got uh, Storm. (laughs) Well, he'll be up against. He's up against. Who's left? Ollum. Or Ollum and Xavier Coates. Ollum will be up. 
no, the only good thing about that is is Olam doesn't really have a step, and because no, he's he just such a big unit, those. he should be able <laughs> yeah. to block him. Uh, I'd be more worried about those fast feet sort of ones, people like Tony Staggs and um, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, Adam Adam Pompey. Yeah, Adam Pompey, <laughs> yeah, <carve him. laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, cool. Uh, here's one we haven't heard uh, brought up too much on our show anyway is Britain Nikora. He is probably the best edge in the comp at the moment. What's your boy's thoughts? Yeah, I agree. He's uh, he looks dangerous, man. He he runs, he's very similar to what I spoke about, Luki, before. He he runs the ball hard, man, and you know, 80 minutes every week. He's showing his classes here already with some decent scores. He scored a few meaties as well, um, and he he runs a whole, you know, pretty pretty well, 100% every time. He's always running decent lines and always breaking those tackles. So I think he could be a real solid option if you wanted to go with him over the bye period. He's always, he's always good for the media. Yeah. It, like, tonight he looked awesome, and he almost scored that try, and somehow um, John's sort of held him up, but... The problem is he's going to be around seven hundred and fifty k. It's a lot of mm. a lot of coin to splash out, but there's no exactly. doubt he's like just talking footy, not necessarily talking fantasy. He'd be one of the best line running forwards going yep. around, um, and he sort of makes around those forty tackles. So he's got really strong mm. base, and yep. then um, as I say, he does know how to um, crash over running good lines. He's only had two scores under forty this year, and they're both thirty nines. And then yeah. everything else has been over 50. So uh, he is certainly good. He's probably the rugby league-wise is the best edge in the comp at the moment, especially, like you say, the best line-running edge. And he is always good mm. for a meaty. Um, so I, I don't mind it as a pod pickup. He's only 2.6% owned. So um, this one's always, always handy. He's not going to get picked for origin as he's a Kiwi, things like that to look out for. So I don't mind it. But yeah, exp- mm. very exp- very expensive. Mm. But it's around yeah. round fourteen trade as well because he's got the buy in round thirteen. So that's what yep. makes your trades this week even interesting because you don't want to have a player out next week. So a lot of those players like that are out. So you're sort of limited trades this week. Uh, so we've got Joey regular regular contributor to the questions. Uh, Hoskins to Ice Pap. Even really talked about IcePat too much either, considering the pedigree of the man. Uh, mm. What's your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, um, I think we just need to wait. Um, Tigers have got their first by, what, round 14, I think. Um, I think we just wait until round 15, give him a couple more rounds. I think we just uh, keep Hosking for it, but he's still got more money to make. Um, he only played his with the 27 minutes that we spoke about before. He's still dangerous. I just think you look at Isaiah Papali after round 14, and then from then they're, they're, they're not too bad. So um, I think you just hold on to Hosking for now um, and and just um, and get uh, Ice Paps after, after their first buy. I think him going to the Tigers, everyone sort of uh, expected a regression. And um, it just hasn't really happened. Like, he's still, he's like, fantasy-wise anyway, well, probably playing and fantasy-wise, but he um, is still going great guns and scoring pretty well. So um, it's odd that he probably hasn't been mentioned too much, but that's probably comes with playing in a team that's playing quite poorly. So, uh, yeah. 
it's just feeling really. He's still getting those base stats, but he just hasn't got the opportunities yep. to score tries or to offload or to do that sort of thing. So that's and he has dropped 150k. I think your best thing to do, Joey, is um just basically voodoo doll him for the next two weeks or next week and hope he gets a low score and then uh, you'll be able to pick him up cheaper in round fifteen uh fourteen, yep. sorry. Uh, Carl is Ford a trade? So, uh, I don't know if you could hold if you've held him over the buy, it's probably worth well, if he's named. Yeah, you held him this week, you've got to hold him one more week. Yep. But if you, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, injury, sorry, yeah. you had to sell him at the start of the round because he was injured this week or HIA, and then next week he's got the buy. So, you've done half the half the job, you might as well carry <laughs> on. Because his cover is awesome over the buys, because he does, he's got the mid edge jewel. So, um, but he's not a fantasy player himself, Ford, because he doesn't care about missing tackles. Uh, he just likes to stop players and get a minus. <laughs> so, uh, I've held on to him, and yeah, I've taken the pain again. So, but shooter, you sold him. Kyle, what did you do with him? Yeah, I went him to drinky this week. Uh, just prepping yeah. for, as I said, coming to those buy rounds and trying to get us, uh, uh, you know, a half decent wing fullback for those buy period. Yeah, he's a good player. I like love him at the Warriors, but yeah, fantasy wise, he's made his money. If you if you want yeah. to get rid of him, trade him. But he's probably if you've held him over his uh, held him over his injury, you might as well hold him over his buy because he's going to be handy for that round thirteen, as Richie just said. Uh, one more question here before we have a quick yarn about the Warriors. Best trade for Miller. Are you guys looking at trading Miller out? I did do it this week, which could be silly. This week? You traded him this week? Yeah. Oh, no, I traded him last week. Last week, last, oh, week, last, week, last week. Yeah, when he was on the buy. That's, you can understand that. Yeah. But if you held him, again, if you're going to sell yeah. players, yeah. You can't go, oh, he got a 33 this week because he'll come out and get 66 next week and get it, mm. you know, be around that 45 average. Yeah, he plays yeah. round 13. He's yep. really handy over those buy rounds. If you've held him, just keep on holding him. Like, there's no one really gunning it, even anywhere near it. You know, it's wing fullback this year is <laughs> who's it's the center. You know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's the new center. Yeah. Center's yeah. A good exactly. Year. I think they're. Yeah, his um scores have actually regressed with Ponga coming back because mm. Ponga sort of stands that wide well, he's playing the six and he's standing wide outside um whereas Miller used to stand outside Gamble. And so Miller's probably not getting the same ball as what he was getting uh when Ponga was out. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's not getting the same. It's not getting the same opportunities. Probably most of his ball is coming from um, kick returns and things like that now. So, yep, yep. yep. Did we um, um tonight? I didn't see that game tonight, shooter. But did Ponga run left heaps? Because doesn't Miller usually run a lot right, and and Ponga goes left. Uh, Ponga was playing on the left, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't see a whole lot of the game either. I missed a little bit of it, but um. Yeah, Miller didn't look overly involved, which I have noticed when Ponga is playing. So yeah, yeah, well, not as a question, bro. Yeah, it's interesting. Not as involved as normal. Uh, so let's chat about the Warriors quickly. What were your boys' thoughts? I was I was at the Chiefs game while I was watching. I had the Chiefs. I was at the Chiefs game live, and I had the Warriors uh, 
was watching the Warriors on my phone most of the time. So, and everyone kept asking me, what's the score? What's, what's the Warriors score? But what's your thoughts? I, I was quite happy with the win. I thought first half we were very dominant. 18-0 at halftime is always a good sign when you're a Warriors fan, especially this year. But, Rich, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I just thought they laid a really strong platform. AFB's in career form and just dominating the middle for us. And when we can dominate the middle, then it just provides SJ that front football and then he can just control the whole game. So uh, with AFB dominating the middle, SJ dominating the kicking, um, our prediction of SJ winning... Uh, <laughs> what's it called? Dallium. Big Dallium, yes. So he should get big points, but AFB might cut his lunch a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, I just thought we were just too good. There was a couple of hairy moments and um, where you thought, oh, here we go in the second half. They had that try mm. disallowed and you're like, oh, phew. But, um, yeah, it was nice, nice that the NRL gave us the premier referee who, again, just controlled the game. It was a nice, fair game. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we got the, the win, which is handy because now we get the bye, so we'll be back in the eight and with quite a soft draw too, so it's exciting times. Cole, what's your thoughts on the game? You watched it, yeah? Yeah, bro, yeah, man, I was tuned in hard. Uh, obviously, you ever see the first half, man, we were just dominant as, like, the, they just gave the dogs nothing. Like, our attack was silky, uh, the boys were on, they just, everything just seemed to click in the first half and, you know, they, as I said, as as Richie's pointed out, the pack were just laying the platform for for SJ to have plenty of time out the back and even Volkman looked better with a bit more time. Um, now he's injured as well, I believe, so we may see Metcalf come in, who's another real well, gun who, who carved up a New South Wales Cup this week, but I just, yeah, the first half, everything went well. It, it, I think they said in the presser that that was probably one of the best first halves that the Warriors had put on, and, and the thing was with the players too, everyone was smiling, they were happy, Shawnee was happy as, and, and when you see them running around with smiles on their faces, you know they're relaxed and they're enjoying their footy, which is the most dangerous, you know, if they're enjoying their footy, the a happy player is a dangerous player, you know, and in the second half, they just came out of the sheets, they just didn't quite look they just kind of looked like they didn't come out of the sheds for the first 20-odd minutes. Um, and the Bulldogs scored those couple of quick tries, which kind of gave me a little bit of a fright because I was like, oh, here we go. They, they kind of um, didn't come out of the sheds. But uh, their they, they last 20 minutes where they had to dig deep, I think they, you know, they did dig deep and they and they, they kept turning the Bulldogs away. They scored a what I, you know, pretty lucky try to, to Ronald Volkman, which I thought, you know, was pretty lucky. But that sort of just turned the momentum back to the Warriors and they were able to just shut the dogs out for that last 20 and, 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 and win the game from there, which again, you probably, the last few years, you wouldn't see that from the Warriors. They just sort of, you know, go shut up shop and, and, and collapse. But this year, they said, I've said it every week, they're just playing for each other and, and playing for, you know, playing for the jersey and, and in the in the press conference Webby said that the boys are sore, they're tired and they're going to look forward to a couple of weeks off which is probably the boys come at the perfect time for them so uh, don't expect I, uh, I, I hope they only have one week off though they have two weeks yeah. off, we'll lose <laughs> yeah, sorry, and, and I think when they come back off that bye, man, I think they're going to be humming again. They're going to be fresh and ready to roll. So I think they're going to uh, go through that that um, origin period pretty strong. And the Warriors do tend to go well during the origin period. So let's hope they can do that this year as well. Yeah, I think yeah. look at the teams that have come off the bye as well. They've all won pretty much. Newcastle carved up today, coming off the bye. Mm. I think the record yep. is around eighty percent. So um, 
we'll just make it 85%. It's just the Panthers that lost after the bye, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> to the Tigers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, they're a good team. Um, they had two weeks off. The the halves having a having a half playing at six made a very mm. like such a big difference. I noticed as well. Like I love Dylan Walker, but we missed him in the middle there with his ball playing, and we saw that with that nice uh, soft soft hands to Big Adam through the yeah. through the middle. Adam's going to be the going to get top try scorer this year at the Daily Daily M Awards as, as well. Yeah. He's Warriors <laughs> top try scorer. Ain't she? The only problem, um, it's not a problem, but there's a question from Carl, and he asks, is there any thoughts on getting Metcalf round 13 if he's named or give him time? Now, it's actually, yeah, I would say that you'd want to get him because, mm. but the problem is he kills SJ because he'll take a lot of the kicking or he'll take a bit more kicking than any other half has. I think for the Warriors as a team, we ne- like having Metcalf in the team makes us way better. But yep. for my fantasy team, I think it makes it worse. So I'm sort of torn, but yeah, Warriors first. So I'd be happy to have Metcalf come straight back in in round 13. And he's only around that 300K. So yeah, I'd be, I'll be jumping on him. Yep. Yeah, I think because I don't imagine, I don't think there's a buy in the New South Wales Cup. So I imagine Metcalf plays probably a full game this coming week. week. Yeah. And then, uh, then he's into that six, I imagine. Um, I don't see. I don't think you'll see too much change from a kicking perspective because they'll probably use him as a as a running half, um, much like Volkman and and such. Um, but I'm pretty excited for him to be in the team. He looks so gun. He scored a nice. He only played 40 minutes yesterday and scored a nice try. Mm. Um, so he looks like he will be good, and I think a lot of people will be jumping on him uh, when he comes back. Uh, we've probably got time for a couple of more questions before we sign off, boys. Uh, we've got Celia Tonga here with thoughts on Fisher-Harris from round 14 onwards. Will he have an upside in minutes with uh, say Yo playing Origin and having limited minutes? I don't mind it. He traditionally does, doesn't he? So over that yep. time, you know, I think last year he might have even played 80 or 70 or in he those did. high high minutes. I'm just looking now, he played a 70-minute game. Um, but there's no other real big upside. But he's around that 650k mark. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd be. Mind you, that game he played 70 minutes last year. He got 74 points. So uh, yeah, he definitely steps up over Origin when the boys are away. But um, yeah, definitely worth looking at. He yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, he plays that, he plays that Isaiah Lo, uh, Yo role when when he goes to Origin. So he was actually at the lock last year over Origin. He's someone that I was going to bring in last year and I didn't take my own advice and I was kicking myself. I'm going to have a real serious look at him. Nice. Uh, this is a nice, easy one to finish off the uh, finish off the night, boys. This may have been covered, it's from Paul Chapman. This may have been covered already, but is Ponga a buy? And the answer is quick fire, Kyle. No. Rich. If he didn't make Origin, he would be. <laughs> he's he's so cheap that it's 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 ugly, you know. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely a no because he'll make Origin. Yep, I think it's a no too for the three buzzers. Uh, <laughs> so, so that is us for for, for our first week back. 
any trades on your minds this week? Because it's tough. I think only for me, the only one I might look at is Valence. But then I've got to work out, as I say, my team's so set that I'm sort of, I'm hoping he doesn't get named. But if he gets named, I'm, yeah, I'm torn, but I might take him. Uh, I have no idea, to be honest, because I don't know what Teamless Tuesday is going to bring for me. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just going to take Monday off from Fantasy. And just, well, I say that, but at lunchtime tomorrow, I'm sure I'll be looking at the app. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do, to be honest. But we'll, we'll see what TLT brings out. No no trades for me, I don't think. I'm going to welcome back uh, Lemuelu, Mitchell Moses, and Hylam Luki will come in. So I'm actually looking forward to next week and no trades and carry on the cash gen. Mm. Cool. Oh, just when we were talking about uh, Metcalf, they, uh, the New South Wales Cup team has a buy next week as well. So it's a bit <laughs> They might be playing for the... Uh... Penrose Panthers or something. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> a bit of Fox Memorial. Uh, cool. <laughs> All right, boys. So that's us for another week. We'll be back next week with uh, the Sunday show. Um, you can catch the boys on TK will have his playbook out tomorrow and there'll be all the regular pods throughout the week. So enjoy your week of fantasy and, and have a safe week. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Shooter. Have a good one. All right. Cheers, boys.